following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Out of the backfield, exploding down the sidelines. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Victory Monday! Wait, what? We are going to say it's All Victory right, Monday. It is Victory Monday. I mean, have not lost a game since we were last together. Let's go! Monday, you're looking live at Tostitos Championship Plaza outside Ford Center at the Star of Frisco, Texas at 76 degrees. Feels like 76. The high is 85. The low tonight will be 66 degrees. And fellas, (laughs) it's been a minute since we were together. So this is nice to be back. This is a tricky show because I really just want to spend the show catching up. I missed you guys, but the fans don't want to hear us just shooting the crap. So so you were where were you at? You were still when last week you were still hanging. I was Kurt. here. Yeah, me you and Kurt. Were here. Oh, you guys were here. But I was out of town Tuesday, so we only did one show together Wednesday. Right? Right. Yeah. Right. It was me, you, Nick. Danny? Danny. Barry was, Barry Barry was on was Tuesday. With me and Nick on Tuesday. Yeah. And then Danny was here Wednesday. And you was with the, you was with the AARP dude. You, you was, was with the old the, folks. The, you was with the crusty the crust, crew. What, what are y'all talking about? Nate's last busy. Week, last week, what show were you on? I was uh, with Nui and uh, and Everson, <laughs> the Krusty Crew. Who were you on? No, no, we were Boss very, very entertaining. The players' lounge, and it's very we were, entertaining. We we're oh. very, very entertaining. I mean, and, and the thing about it, man, that I, I jawed about that show, it, it, they realized my greatness. Did they? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, you I got say, some respect on that no, show. No, what it was, I like. I really feel like Jesse and Shannon on this show. I'm talking all the time. <laughs> I'm telling people that, hey, remember what I said? You know what I'm saying? I told you so. You know, I spent a lot of doing a lot of time doing that. I felt so great being you, Shannon, and you, Jesse. Did oh you? my God. Yeah, nice. then I got quiet like Kurt. He just smiled. <laughs> but I got my point across, Kurt, regardless good, of what good, they said. Good. All okay. right. What show were you on, Jess? I was the boss. Oh, how was that? All right. My best behavior. Were you on your best <laughs> You weren't talking about you weren't talking about Cocks. cocks get, no cocks got wet. None of that. None of that. <laughs> none of that. Probably, probably, none of that. Probably a good move. Probably yeah. a good career decision. Yeah. You like that 10 bucks, yep. 10 bucks a show. Yep. I was. So. I sat right next to him. I was sitting in Kurt's seat. Yeah. Would you need to explain it's Jabril Cox, please? Jabril Cox. Jabril, Jabril, Cox. Jabril, Jabril Cox. Yeah, Jabril. Yeah, of course we're talking yeah, about Jabril, Jabril Cox. <laughs> it, it wasn't. I was on my best behavior. I am not. I am not I didn't yell. I didn't yell. Hey, not. Nice, nice setup. Thanks. Um, yeah. I didn't do any of that, so it was it was it was pretty good. Me, okay. Isaiah, Ambar, and Boss. Oh, nice. And you sold the show, right? Oh, I did. You know, I'm gonna sell our show always. How'd you sell it? You know, they try to come in and say. I, I said this is like. Um, remember on uh, what was the Denzel movie uh, when he was the drug? When he was Frank Training Lucas. Day? When he was Frank Lucas. Oh, Man on Fire? Man on Fire, Training Day. Oh, Frank Lucas. He was Gangs of New York, wasn't it? No. (laughs) Denzel Washington played in some of the movies you can't think of. We ain't going to think of. American Gangster. Thank you. Jesse Jesse mad at us. He mad at us because he can't think about it. American Gangster. And he was talking about how, you know, call it whatever you want, just don't call it Blue Magic. And I was just saying, like, that's us. Like, 
Call it whatever y'all want to call it. Just don't call it hanging with the boys. We don't we don't need right. all that extra stuff. Mm. We get it to the streets, and the streets talk for us. There you, go. Right. you know what I mean? We get it to the streets, right. and the, the streets the talk for us. You know what we are like? We are like y'all, and you old guys aren't on TikTok, but TikTok no. is like a very helpful community. And people put things out on TikTok, and they say, "TikTok, help me out. Find this girl, or find this guy, or hey, I need help with this." Our listeners are the TikTok of the Dallas Cowboys podcast network because on Twitter last week, someone tweeted out, hey, somebody might need to find this guy and see how he's doing. Mm. The guy, if you remember last year, he was in the stands (laughs) with his girlfriend. He had his head down and his girlfriend was consoling him. (laughs) He was kissing him on the cheek, I believe. Well, I retweeted it and said, we need to get this guy on the show. Less than 20 minutes later – I get a DM from his girlfriend. She's like, that's my boyfriend, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, we would love to have him on the show. Will you see if he's interested? We want to get him on next week. We need to do a wellness check, see how he's doing this year. (laughs) And she was like, yeah, let me. She's like, he doesn't have social media, but, yeah, I'll talk to him. And I said, I'm on the show with Jesse Holly and Kurt and and Nate Newton, a couple of our former players, and we'd love to have him on. So let me know. So she's like, okay, I'll I'll check with him and let you know. So hopefully we'll have that guy on. So I want to thank the fans that helped us track this guy down. So we're we're, to add one more thing to this show, we're the TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys podcast. And we also do our shout out. So let me do some. I got some shouts that I got to do. Uh-oh. I got to do uh, 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 Jeremy. He's a huge Cowboys fan, but his lady, his old lady, she's not. Okay. But we converted her. Yes. So Virginia, a.k.a. Jen. Jen. Shout out from Hanging with the Boys. Yes. Come on over. You cheer for those those booty juice giants. Stop it. <laughs> Stop. Come, Stop come, come, Come get down with Jeremy and cheer with, uh, cheer with us. Probably call her an old lady if you're going to have No, no, no. When I say old lady, yeah, that's, like, that's, term, that's yeah. like a term of endearment. O-L-E, not O-L-D. I know. Right. And then also uh, Robert McCure... <laughs> H M I C H U A D, whatever. Okay, Mike, I what's up? Uh, I trust you, Robert. What's going on, brother? He he wanted a shout out, so you got your shout out. I don't know how to pronounce your last name. Trust me, I went to a public uh, school and a public university. Spelling is not my strong suit, <laughs> but Robert, shout out to you, my guy. Good That's all job. I got. And then I ran into someone. I I, I had some some guy time with my little man on oh, nice. Friday, so I took him to the Dallas Zoo. Nice. Oh, and okay. I was walking around, and there was a gentleman on the bench, and he goes, "You look really familiar. Are you who I think you are?" And I usually get <laughs> I usually get Aaron from Gas <laughs> Monkey Garage. Oh yeah. And I was like, "Depends on who you think I am." He goes. <laughs> Are you Shannon? We're hanging with the boys. I said, that is me. And he goes, man, I, me. And he had his wife with him. He said, me and, and we listen to y'all all the time. He's like, we love y'all show. And I can't remember his name. I think it was Kevin, maybe. Shout out to my man at the Dollar Zoo. At the zoo. Yeah, at the at the zoo. zoo. Thank you for stopping me. And thanks for listening to the show. So there Very we go. Cool. Very cool. Nate, what'd you do on the bye week? Did you watch there. football? I, 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 was, I was happy, but I was upset. Why? I got to be, when I get ready to get myself in roll mode, Road mode? Uh, yeah, road mode. And, and Oh, did you go on a trip? I was getting ready. I was getting ready to go a long ways oh. real quick. I was getting ready to go to Carolina. I was getting ready to I was, I was like For lunch? Yeah. For lunch. <laughs> and then I and then I and then I hit my dude who I was going to see. It wasn't wasn't me. And me, uh, me. and I ain't gonna call his name. He said I said, Man, are you 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 free? Because going that far, you want to make sure so I, I usually don't care if nobody's home. Mm. Like, if I'm going somewhere, I don't care if you're home or not. What are you, a, what are you doing gonna... in two days? Yeah. Yeah. Tell us yeah. to take yeah. me to get there. He said, uh, nah, man, I'm in coronavirus intensive care. Oh. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. I said, 
I was a little disappointed that I wasn't coming, but thank you because <laughs> I do not want to be in that situation. Oh, man. So uh, then the other place I was going. Is he doing okay? Uh, yeah, he's doing, uh, he's doing okay. I'm, I'm going to tweet him. And then the other place I was going, this is the guy sick too. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe I I'm staying home. Just a sign. Yeah, 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 I'm staying home. So I, I'm, I'm good. So what I did was I called – you the other night and tweeted. Mm-hmm. I called Kurt. I called everybody you except call Jess. You me. I'm not saying, okay. I, I called everybody except Jess because I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be Boost Judy and all of this. Boost Judy. So whatever this thing is. No, nah, nah, I text them because I didn't know whether we had a show or not. So I text, text him and Chris. And then I, but I only talked to him. I didn't talk to him. Yeah, he texted Yeah, I did him. talk to you because you said you took your son to the zoo. Yeah. I'm like, kid, two years old and going to the zoo. So why you didn't think that you called months. and text everybody else? Except Jesse. You didn't, you didn't feel the need to. Because mm. every time I text Jesse, you know what happens? What? You know, I feel like I'm getting left on the porch. I get back with you. I'm, I'm, I'm doing this every time. Every time so, you call every him? Time. You so call here's him? the thing about Nate, and we're going to talk about football today, but here's the thing about Nate. <laughs> are we? There are certain people in your life where you know it's never a quick conversation. Nate's one. <laughs> Nate's one of those people. You got to have a so few minutes. You, you got to have a so – But don't Nate, I always ask, do you, have, do you have a few minutes? Yeah, but even hey. still, like, so when Nate calls, if I don't have <laughs> – you better not have 25 minutes. You not I just say, hey, I'm just going to hit you back because I don't want to be rude. Because Nate, because you say hello, Nate, go. Yeah. yeah. He just starts. And yeah. you know what's funny? When he's done, he's done. He's done. He's like, like, all right, I'm I, I got to go. See you later. <laughs> like, oh, he'll just wow. hang up on you. Like, yeah. you, you're like, all right, uh, maybe yeah, I'll say a word next bye-bye. time. Bye-bye. I apologize, Nate. I had to get off the phone today. I had a little work to do. And I feel <laughs> bad. I'm like, man, I got to go. How many calls do you make a day? Do you think on an average day? How many? Not many because I know what I'd be doing. If I call a person, it's gonna be for a minute. <laughs> so I'm, I'm telling you, it, I, it's a, I get so mad at Jess. I said, now I want to text Jess and ask him something, but he. He going to text me saying, I'll get back with you. Uh, and then it's at 9.30 at night. I got a rule. At 9 o'clock, my phone will go off. You know, that's that's when my day has finally come down to <laughs> I have 25 minutes to give to Nate to have a, a conversation. That's why you got left on the porch. You ain't Probably. got time for Nate. You get a call from Nate for scheduling purposes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I call Chris. Now, Chris, I get up. I do him quick because he got a kid like, what, three years old, about this tall? Yeah. That's four yeah. foot tall. Yeah, so – yeah. There was a big. We had big happenings on Saturday. My 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 daughter scored her first uh, goal. So. Soccer. Yeah. yeah so nice. Wow. You coaching the team? I am not because of the uh, the uh, commitment. I don't know if I can make all the games because ah. of the flight leaving and their their games are all over the place. So. Okay. All right. I don't I don't want to put them in uh, other parents in that bind. All right. We had a good show Wednesday night too. Yeah. With, uh, with Rocket. Rocket? I've never met Rocket. He's an interesting cat, man. Rocket I like that guy. His entire family is interesting. I like his wife, that. his kids, they're all really? interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got some good energy, man. I liked I liked it. I saw the photo. He did not I hadn't seen him in a while. Oh, he, he has that beard. Yeah. He has beard. Shaved shaved in like and they, yeah. 10 years. They got he looks like a miniature loony. He does. He does. Yeah. They got to start telling those alumni guys, look, this is in the Cowboys Club. It's, it's a nice – he showed up. He goes, I thought we were like in a podcast. He thought we was here. He thought, he thought I was we in, was here. I was in a, he thought I was in a closet. He showed up in shorts and tennis shoes and had a do-rag on with a ball cap on and a full beard. And he was like, I had no idea we were up here. Nate's the only one that can wear shorts up there. Well, the thing about it, man, I, 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 started, I finally got in line. I'm like, wow, I better put on some. Some long pants. <laughs> and then and then he, Nate has a tradition. He takes a picture before the show starts with us and the guest. And then 
The you, first, the first the, part of the show. The whole first segment, he spends trying to type it out <laughs> and tweet and tweet out the picture. So the whole first segment, he doesn't say anything, uh, and he's on his phone. And then finally, he gets I can't go out. like y'all, man. I'll be like, okay, I messed that up. Go back. Oh, I lost the picture. <laughs> so <laughs> so you bad. Need a social media coordinator. You do. You do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right, let's talk a little bit of football before we go to the first break. Let's just get it out of the way. Yeah. Let's talk about. Dak, the injury. Has anybody heard it? You hadn't, hadn't heard anything, right, with the bye uh, week? No, other than he posted a picture. I guess he had, didn't have his boot on. So, you know, everybody's saying that he's going to be he's okay. Jer- I think Jerry said he was on a good track. Steven said they didn't have any worry. And I don't know. I mean, he's you know, I guess you can't doubt him at this point. But still, I'd, I'd you know. You concerned? Well, I just I want to make sure they don't. I lose love sight of the, when Kurt when Kurt goes. Well, I just it means yeah. I just I want to make sure they don't lose sight of the big picture. Right. And if he has to miss one game to play the next, however many we got left, then I'd prefer that. You know. Tell us how that you got a great relationship with Britt mm-hmm. Brown and all those guys over there on the training side. How does that? How does that work? Do they like say Dak? Just let's just say an injury in general. Let's don't throw Dak in there. Say an injury in general. They give you information, right? And then the player takes that information, and then you decide whether you think you're good to go, or how does that whole process work? No, no. So once you get your diagnosis, you go through your training, and then what end up happening? They listen to you, mm-hmm. but then at the end of the day, you'll see, you know, game time decision or, or throughout the week, you'll see Britt and those guys working with you, and if they come to the conclusion that you just can't go, then they'll say. He, he can't go. Like, this is this is not going to be a good look for him and for us. Because <clears throat> at the end of the day, it comes back to them. Right. You know, so they, they're not going to put a guy out there if they haven't been through a series of tests beforehand and says, okay, we feel – now, he's not 100%, but we feel he's good enough to go from here. Like, you know, if, if it can't create any further damage or so on and so forth, then they'll give you the go-ahead. But other than that, they'll say – he, he 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 can't go. He can't go. So they'll get what? What if it's one a deal where it's like, and I don't even know what. It, I'm not a doctor. Not trying to be a doctor. No but are there injuries where you can go do this, but there's a chance, a fifty percent chance that you can further damage this. There's also a chance that it just heals on its own and you can play straight through it. Do they give you that kind of information too? Yeah, you you have that information. The mm-hmm. thing about it, the biggest thing when it comes to guys like Britt and it comes to Jim. They have built up enough skins mm-hmm. that when they walk into those staff meetings and they have to sit down and talk to Jerry or Steven, whoever it may be, that they don't, they're not sitting there like, oh, my God, you know, timid. They'll say, listen, he can't go. This just ain't going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Or <clears throat> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think we should push this thing past this level because it may create – further damage down the week, I mean, down the road. So maybe we give him off this week again, and then, you know, he'll be 75 80% to go next time. So they're not going in there as just like these timid people and looking at, no, they got they got 20-plus, 20 25 years in with dealing with St- Stephen and Jerry and, and the whole Jones family where they can go into a meeting and say, you guys know me, I know you, he can't go. Yeah. This ain't going to work. This ain't going to fly. And then I'm, I'm going to tell you about the guy who he ain't telling you about. Who? It's that guy that soft. Yeah. The soft guy. Yeah. That, that's that's who you fear. The soft, <laughs> soft guy. The guy where, where 
they sit down, they look at each other. Like, you know, he, Jim, on bread, and I'm looking at Jim. Who going to break this news? The soft guy. <laughs> the guy that can play. Uh, but, oh, that's wonderful. Ah, uh, that's the soft diverse. guy. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and I don't spend all week cussing at you. You can play. You can go. <laughs> right. And I got to go. Now, that's when you get nervous. You go in front of Mr. Jones or the coach and say, yeah, but right. I feel, but he don't feel. Mm. That is the scariest ah. That is the scariest guy in the world because he can get you fired. Because all of a sudden he ain't playing. They rap for the game. I feel great. He just, oh, and he running around, he playing. And as soon as something go bad, oh. Right. <laughs> The soft guy is what I call them. Them the guys you have to be with. The Dax of the world don't worry about it. You have to pull them back. Right. The Zeke's are, you have to pull them back. But there's some guys out there. And when you're winning, you don't run into the soft guy. Mm-hmm. When you're losing, you got about 30 of them. Bunch of guys lining up to get on the bike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, that, I just want to let everybody you, know uh, the soft guys out there. But when you're winning, they, they you know, a lot Larry of Larry Ann on flu, was it called? A lot of those types. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right, we did talk a little bit of football the first there second. Go. Got it all out of our system. We got caught up. We got to catch up with each other. When we come back, we'll talk more football on the most searched podcast on the Dallas Cowboys radio network on YouTube. That is Hanging with the Boys. Be right back. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yo Quiero, Yo Quiero Guacamole. The Cowboys Way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Welcome back to the show, the most searched 
podcast on the Dallas Cowboys Podcast Network. You're listening to Hanging with the Boys. Head to AT&T Stadium on Saturday, November the 6th to experience Rally Day presented by SeatGeek. Take a tour of the stadium, play games, get autographs from the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, and more. Visit attstadium.com slash rallydays for tickets and more information. And we were just talking about the Cowboys schedule. Let's get into, we were just talking about how that Kansas City game doesn't look all that intimidating that much anymore. But you just feel like they're going to flip the switch at some point. And any week they can put up. 50 points but let's talk about before we talk about the remaining schedule for the Cowboys what has transpired over the first third of the season if the playoffs ended today you would have or if the playoffs started today you would have Arizona Tampa Bay Green Bay and Dallas all in Mm -hmm. you would have the Rams at six and one New Orleans and Minnesota. And then you have Atlanta, Chicago, and Carolina, all three with three wins knocking on the door. Now what 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 usually happens, what always happens in football is there are teams now that are in that you're like, they're in. Mm-hmm. They're gonna make the playoffs. They're playing out of their minds. And then there's teams that are out, which outside of that is Seattle, San Francisco, Washington, Philadelphia, the Giants. I shouldn't even put Detroit in there but at 0-7, but I will. <laughs> One of those teams is going to sneak in. Some of these other teams are going to fall out. But right now, as it stands, Arizona, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, Dallas, Rams, New Orleans, and Minnesota. Do any of those teams – I don't think I'm surprised by any of those teams being in right now. Are no. y'all? Like, those no. are all teams no. I think we all thought were going to be there. I think Seattle's kind of surprising, but, you know, Russell Wilson getting – banged up San Francisco I think maybe Washington might be my biggest surprise at how bad they've been I I think the biggest thing with Washington is not that we knew that they would kind of be a little bit inept offensively but to see how poorly they've played defensively yeah that has been the most disappointing point Mm -hmm. you know we you know when 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 Fitz Magic went out earlier in the year he was like oh they're gonna struggle with this Heineke kid but they got a defense that's gonna be able to you know at least keep the games close and for a large majority of the season that defense hasn't been able, and that hasn't been, it hasn't lived up to its billing. Yeah. When you talk about all the, the Alabama boys up front and Chase Young and Sweat and all that whole front seven, they just haven't lived up to the top billing that we thought was going to give us problems in the NFC East. And it's been, it's been, I don't know, it's been a head scratcher to watch that defense play. We, we talked about it a little bit off air, you know, as we was breaking from the last break. It, it is a job trying to coach young men that uh, that have had success or they uh, expect success, and that all of a sudden you don't see the closeness, the, the unity with Kansas City. You don't see it, especially defensively with Kansas City. You don't see it with Washington. All of a sudden we have arrived, and, boy, that's hard to coach. You know, Washington, you know at any given moment if one of these cats or two or three of these cats on their defense get mad and decide to play, they can wreck a game by themselves. Now, you got a unit of these guys. They doing their own thing. I don't care what Jack Del Rio said or will say, they're doing their own thing. Because if they play as a unit, mm-hmm. and they can go 75% and they're going to be better than the rest of the league, but they ain't giving that. Yeah. You know, blown assignments, guys not standing in their lanes, 
you, you, I ain't looked at no film, and I promise you, when I look at film, that's what I'm gonna see. Yeah. You talked about in the break about <clears throat> Andrew Reed's got a tough task. Yes, he does. Keep those che- are, is McCarthy gonna have a little bit of a tough task now in keeping these guys? It depends. On, it depends on what Dak, Zeke, and all of these guys do. It's more on the uh, lead, team leaders. Yeah, if they got enough skins or enough pressure that they can keep applying, you know, like 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 I told, you, I laughed this 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 weekend looking at games. You know, I'm like. And it always come back to Tom Brady to me. It always come back to Aaron Rodgers. Because one thing you knew as a player, and one thing I knew as a player dealing with Troy, it went, you can do what you want out there in them streets, but when you came up in here, it was a different, it was a different mindset. And, and, and these guys that are pushing forward, either your coach and your quarterback or somebody on defense got that pull in that house, in that house, to make it happen. And Coach Reed need somebody in his house to pull these guys together. I don't know who that guy is. You know, it could be your quarterback. I don't know him that well. So, But you got to pull it together. Same with the coach in Washington. He got to have somebody on his defense to pull them together, not just by mouth, but by how how he's going to play the game. Do you think you – speaking about that exact thing, do you think you got to have a little bit – you got to have one or two guys that are a little bit of a – a hole in the locker Charles room, Charles Haley, right? To keep everybody yeah. on, because you a got bit a of Charles Haley. You got yeah. a whole bunch of nice guys like Witten, love him to death. A little bit of an a hole, like would tell you real quick, get it together, right? You got to D Law's got a little bit of that a hole in him. Like you can't have a team full of nice guys because when it comes time to check them, you, you got to have that guy, right? The biggest thing with with the a hole guy is he got to be Jason Witten. He gotta be Charles Haley. He got yeah. skins on the wall. He, you gotta, you gotta be a guy when, when, when he goes to roar, it yes. shakes the room, right? Like you don't want to deal with him. It's like, like you, mm. and then when he speaks, you like, you know, he's coming from a place of. When I, if I said something, they might be like, "Man, sit so stupid," you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> shut the hell up, Jesse. Like, right. who are you? Yeah. yeah. But when Michael Irvin came into the into the meeting room and said, "Hey, fellas, we need to get up." They listened. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so for, for this team, for the Cowboys, you gotta have that gotta be that that guy who keeps his finger on, you know, on, on, the on these on the on the pulse yeah. of this team yeah. and, and making sure that Can hey, Jack as a quarterback kind of be that can he push the defense too? I think he can. Mm-hmm. I, I think he can. And I think he has a, a a good enough connection with those guys to when he speaks, everyone listens. But I, one thing I do think that this defense has that it hasn't had in a long time. It has a true leader from the top. And I don't mean the player. I mean Dan Quinn. Like, I think he really has a pulse on this team. I think this team really responds to him, and he's able to go and have those real man-to-man, heart-to-heart conversations. I would have loved to be a fly on the wall to hear Dan Quinn and Kazee's conversation after his past situation a a week or so ago. Because you got to remember, Kazee came in here – on the back of Dan Quinn, like that was one of the guys that he brought in. So I would have loved to. Ha- I would have loved to hear that conversation, of, you know, with those two guys um, during this week. But that's one of the biggest things when it comes to coaching. Yes, I get it, X and O's and all that kind of stuff. But you you look at you know one of the greatest coaches of all time in, in any sport, Phil Jackson, right? The Zen master. But you you know, and one of the things that we all watched during the pandemic was his time with Chicago. Imagine trying to manage Michael Jordan, mm, yeah. Dennis Rodman, 
Scottie Pippen, and all these other guys in between to get them to come together and have one cohesive focus on winning a championship. Like that at times is greater than any X's and O's you can ever put out there is to managing talent. And then now you go into an NFL locker room and you got 53 jokers? Yeah. That you got to try to manage when you're having success, when you're going out there and Zeke is playing well, and Coop is playing well, and CeeDee's playing well, and Wilson's playing well, and Dak's playing. I mean, and then now you got Trayvon Diggs, and you got all these guys. That is one of the hardest jobs as a coach is how do I manage 53 different personalities in a place? This ain't Cleveland. This ain't Jacksonville. This ain't, you know, this ain't Houston. In a place where Every single day of the week, you're in the A block. Whether it's on the full letter network, whether it's on the radio, whether it's on the online, newspaper, whatever, you're in a place where you're in the A block of everyone's conversation and all of you are getting the publicity. Like yeah. that is that is a coaching. That's what that's one. Go ahead, Kurt. Well, just the motivation side of head coaching seems like the bigger and the deal the management of personalities is a bigger role than the actual yeah, the management. Coaching yes, or sir. teaching and yes, sir. And and I'm gonna tell you something now. And and motivation around here is no problem now. You know, it's when you're losing mm-hmm. to get guys to believe in what you're doing and trying to see the vision that you have for them. The winning right now, everybody's motivated. I promise you. Uh, right now, <laughs> right now, I play Coach Andrew Reed looking back like, wow, some of this motive, some of this. We, you know, we need to get some of this out of our locker room, this complacency, because that's what motivation uh, tends to turn into mm-hmm. is we got it. Uh, we'll, we'll turn this on. Everybody ain't got Mike. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what they the Zim I said. He had Mike. Mm-hmm. And uh, is – and I use Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. I keep going back to them because I remember I'm sitting here laughing, and we all were kind of laughing. Remember the first week of the season version when Green Bay played and they got blowed out and everybody just went off and Aaron Rodgers said, okay, we lost the game. (laughs) That's the difference, bro. Everybody is Dak, that guy. Uh, uh, In combination, Zeke uh, uh, is is the young guys over there on defense. I don't know who it would be. Is, is, Is they that guy? Only time I tell and enjoy the journey. But that you need that guy. Every team that became a dynasty or a short version of a dynasty, two years, three years, they had that guy. Tom Brady took Anthony uh, uh, Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown, who for two or three years nobody could, could corral or get him to do right and Instagram this and in the trouble with the law <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. You ain't heard one word from him. That's the Tom Brady effect. Tom said, listen, Bruce. Bring him. Bruce didn't want him. Bruce, Bruce Arias like, didn't yeah, want him. Bruce like, no. Didn't, said, no, 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 no. You see yeah. he did in, in New Orleans. I mean, in uh, New England, you see yeah. what he did in, 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 in the Raiders? No, no. Tom said, bring him. I got him. You ain't heard of – and he's quietly – Crushing every slot. Crushing it. <laughs> every slot receiving it. You, don't, you ain't seen no Instagrams. You ain't seen no police reports. You, you haven't heard a peep out of him. How is Knock that? Knock on wood, man, because I'm gonna tell you, that's a lot. I met this cat. He's a lot, he's he's quiet energy. He's like you, Jess, but you you don't get in trouble. But I'm just saying, 
quiet energy. Got I'm telling you, he's got it, it bubbles. When he when you come around and you get him to loosen up, just quiet energy, man. Just wait to erupt. I'm telling you. Mm. All right, let's take our last break. When we come back, more football stuff. Stuff. <laughs> On the show of the people. Stuff. The TikTok of the Dallas Cowboys Podcast Network. <laughs> Hanging well, with yeah, the boys. You get better and better, boy. You get better. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. When there's work to be done, a real workhorse can make all the difference. Like the Range Boss Package, our 5075E John Deere 75 horsepower tractor features a bell spear and loader and starts at $369 per month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. It works like a horse, so you don't have to. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now, let's get to work. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Welcome back to the show the people. Hanging with the Boys, Kurt Daniels. Jesse, Holly, Nate, Newton, Shannon, Gross. Be the first to receive new offers, event info, and more when you sign up to receive text messages from the team. Text Cowboys to NFLDAL. That's 635-325 to receive 10% off your next pro shop order. Message frequency may vary. Message and data rates may apply. All right. Can we can we just do like one quick left before we come back and get on the road to finish this thing out? Yeah. I, just, I want you guys' opinions. Because this is a story that's probably dominate a lot of the news cycle today. Yesterday in the Bucks game, Tom Brady throws his 600th oh. touchdown uh, and pass, that, and that dude gave up half right. a million dollar ball. So here it is: no player in NFL history has ever thrown 600 touchdown this passes. One of a kind of one, one of a kind. This is one of one. One of one of one of one. <laughs> probably the next guy that will probably do that will probably be maybe Patrick Mahomes. Maybe. 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 Mike Evans catches the ball. After every touchdown, Mike Evans finds someone in the crowd with his jersey on and gives mm-hmm. them the football. Well, he catches 600 hats, does it, gives the ball to this guy in the stands. Had no idea. Had what, no idea about the of the milestone or anything like that. 
Later on, you see one of the Buccaneer officials come and they're talking to the guy, and the guy gives the ball back. Mike Evans on the sideline first, they told him about it. He goes, oh, I gave the ball. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's like, oh, he's like, man, I'm my fault. I'm going to go get it. And so the compensation for what they – so now one of, one of the guys who's like a, a big auctioneer guy and understands memorabilia and stuff like that, he said easily, easily in the memorabilia and collectible market, those six – Hundred touchdown pass from Tom Brady could go for five hundred million. Half a million dollars mm. up to nine hundred. I'm sorry, five hundred thousand yeah. dollars up to nine hundred thousand dollars. He said uh, some of the home run balls that broke records were selling for two hundred and fifty. If you're that guy in the stands before you found out anything about what the ball would have cost. Now, the Buccaneers have given him another autographed ball by Tom Brady, not the 601, just a yeah. random football, and a $1,000 gift card to the pro, pro shop, shop, to the Tampa Bay pro shop. Is that what made you think about it, the pro shop? Yes. The pro shop, 10% yeah. off? So <laughs> they should have given him a shopping spree. If you're shop. that guy in that moment before you find out what happened, but you know this is a 600 ball, what do you do? If they come up to me and ask me to give, give yes, because I know what I know. I, I had this conversation with Derek earlier. Okay, you feel like when you're in the stands, when you get something from someone that you don't really own it. You feel like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like that ball is part of the the team. So he probably felt intimidated that oh, I really need to give this. But at least I'm getting something out of it. Because me, I'm thinking like. Cha-ching! Like no, uh, uh-uh. uh. Right. Talk. I'm not negotiating at the game. If you want this bad enough, come find me. Right. Here's my card. Let's talk about it after. Kurt. Yeah, I would. I would not want to sell it. I would. I think I, to me, it's the players. You know, it's his trophy, for lack of a better word, or it's the Hall of Fame. So I would, I'd give it back. Now, it'd be nice to get a, something signed, but then so you would have gave it back. So you would have oh, done yeah. what he did. Oh, yeah, yeah. You would. Sure. Would you I'd have not? Gave it back. You would have. I would have definitely. Would, would you have not said, "Well, if Tom wants it, Tom can, I, Tom can get it from me after the game. It's his ball. I'll give it to him." But I want to meet him. I would probably say, you know, I would like something signed, obviously, but I wouldn't. To me, it's his ball. It's he's earned that. You know, it belongs in the Hall of Fame. It doesn't belong. It's not me, my place to put it on eBay or what. You know, to me, it's no. I would turn okay. it over. And you would have given it back as well. Back, yeah. As soon as they asked for it, I'd get a 600 yep. ball, man. Hey, that's great. Thank you, Tom. Yep. What would you have done? There's no way in hell I'm giving that. <laughs> what would you have done oh. with it, though? Oh, no. The compensation wouldn't have to come for that. Like, it would have, it would have really? had to come. Yeah, yeah. The numbers would have had to been something where I, I've paid a house off or something. Something. There's no way. There's no way in the world. That I'm giving that ball back. Did, really? did they let him down there to meet the, anything after the game? Like Tom would have had nope. to come talk to me. Hmm. Like he would have, he and I would have had to get eye to eye and say, "Listen, tell him over, here's my seat after the game." Like, no, take Tom me to him now. Been, Tom and I would have been doing boat rides on his boat. Like there would there would have <laughs> had to have been something. He'd like, been in the guest oh, house with Antonio Brown. Right. There would have had to been something of great value. Yeah. Like you think about that. Like you just handed away. What could have paid off your house, your kids' college tuition, bought you a vacation home, took you on the best vacation ever. Life, that's a life-changing. I don't wanted the guy to have it, though, like the player. Yeah. But, I mean, the player, what's he going to do, give it to Hall of Fame? Yeah, I don't care what he it? does to it, but what I need for it, 
is this. I need this. Mm. That's on Tom for throwing him the ball because he knew he was going to give it away anyway. Yeah. So throw it to someone else. Yeah. Mm. All right. Sorry. No, that's that's a great question. Are there yeah. any teams looking at the uh, looking at who's in right now in the NFC? Arizona, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, Dallas. Those are those are in wild card races. The Rams, which the Rams are six and one. New Orleans at three and two, Minnesota at three and three, and then you got Atlanta, Chicago, Carolina, all with three wins. One of those is probably going to sneak in, and New Orleans and Minnesota may fall out. Is there anybody in the driver's seat, Arizona, Tampa, Green Bay, or Dallas that you don't expect to be there at the end? No, I would think those first five are pretty locked in. And the Rams at six and one. Yeah, yeah. you talk about surprises. I mean, to me, Arizona's pretty, a lot of people didn't think they'd make the playoffs and being in that division. Seven and zero. They're playing well, mm. but don't you think just history tells you that one of those teams is going to fall out, no. and there's going to be somebody sneaking? You think they're all going to be there? I, I think that the first top five that you named: Arizona, Tampa, Green Bay, Dallas, and Rams, all with all all gonna one loss there. or less, all going to be there. All there, Nate. Not, you is there yeah. any team on that list that you just don't want to see? That I don't want to play. That you don't want to. Now the road to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. If we don't get the number one overall seed, we'll mean we have to go on the road to play. And we're going to have to play a combination of two of the top five teams that you just named. Yeah, I don't think I want to play Green Bay, man. I've seen that. I've seen that too many times. Like, I think I think you're equal. You're even so evenly matched with Tampa. Like, I know they got Tom, but I think you're you you proven that you could go toe to toe. And I think if you play 10 games with them, you're going to win. Four or five. You better have it at home. That's yeah. Yeah. You better have it at home. <laughs> see, I'm I'm opposite of Shannon. I don't want to see. You don't see Tampa? No, because not only do I don't want to see Tampa, I don't want to see playoff Tom Brady because that's yeah. a different level as well. Would you rather see him than, than Rodgers in Green Bay? No, I would take I'll, I would take Rodgers in Green Bay. Really? Than playing Tampa in Tampa. Really? Yes. Mm. Oh, if I, guess, I if I had to choose, I guess I'm just if scarred. I had to choose. See. see you, you you said earlier Kansas City don't scare you as much. Do you do you take the Cardinals? You know, y'all know I've been on this about three, four weeks. Do you is the Cardinals how long before we decide they serious? I hadn't watched them enough. Yeah. Oh no, they serious. They're serious. They, yeah. And they just added Zach Ertz. I mean, yeah. they got they they got everything. They got a decent running game. They got Hopkins. They got Kirk. They got um uh uh what's the other um AJ Green. Yeah, loaded. You know, they defensively played. they got Chandler Jones, they got JJ Watt. They yeah. they, they yeah, got a. You, you can't even remember AJ Green's name. That that <laughs> means you got some pretty decent yeah. wide receivers. And Kyler Murray is a matchup nightmare because you got to commit someone. Like he makes you have to. He makes you have to change the way that you play defense, because if you bring pressure and you do not get home, he's gone. But yeah. I'll ask you this, Kurt, to start with you. Do any of those teams, like in previous years, four out of those, three out of those four teams would scare me playing them? I'm not scared of any of these teams. I think yeah. you can, I think you could beat any of these teams on any given day. Is there a team that scares you? No, I, uh, I agree. I think the same thing. They can match up with anybody. Not, actually, Nate and I were talking earlier. Nate said, you got to play at home. You know, you don't want to you be on the get road. That first, you got to get that first one at home. I think that's a good Yeah, but the first one at home is going to be like 
You maybe the Rams. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you, you <laughs> it, almost it, need to get the number two seed. You gotta get the number two seed. Like you gotta like because at number, number four, or number five, like you're going to fall into a position where you're yeah. gonna have to play the Rams or Minnesota. And yeah. those games don't scare me. But then after that, you gotta go to Green Bay, you gotta go to Tampa. You Let gotta me tell go. you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Tell us. If our the middle of our defense if it tighten up, I don't care who we play, as long as we at home. If the middle of our defense tighten up, I don't. You can line them up, and we'll knock them down. <laughs> Especially in the, if we can get the first and second week at the crib, line them up. If the middle of our defense is tight, I ain't worried about none of them. The only way we get the first and second week at the crib is we got to finish what one or two. One or two. No, yeah. wait, one or two guarantees it. Yeah. Right. Well, we would have a bye the first round, right? Is that it? Not two. no. On, well, well, we say we won that anyway. Number one gets it only. No, number one's oh, only one because they got the eight yeah. team in there. Right. But the, if you're the number two guy, you're still at home for two weeks. That's what I'm saying. Anything outside of that, we go on the road. But after still, week one. if the middle of our defense tightens up, it, it, it's over. I'm telling you. If, if, if Gallimore can come back, if, if my big boy uh, from Kentucky can start playing better and more consistent, if number 75 Osa continue to get better and better, we we will we will crack some heads, bro. You know what? Think of this though. You got to finish one or two, right? You're all you're. Everybody's right there. Arizona's not even seven and zero, oh, and they're they're you're right there with them, right? Mm-hmm. Listen to the schedule. Tell tell me tell me, Kurt. Guarantee me a loss here. Say yes. That's a guaranteed loss at Minnesota. Well, I don't think any of them are guaranteed losses. Right. Yeah. So you could be. It's set up for you to be one or two right now, brother. Which is crazy for us to even be talking about that. But this other t- after week know, seven, Tampa's probably saying the yeah. same thing. Green Bay. And- but I mean, you got at Minnesota, home versus Denver, home versus Atlanta, at Kansas City. Doesn't look that scary. Vegas. Who the hell knows what they're going to be in no- on Thanksgiving? Did they win? Yeah, they did. They did. I'm telling you, man. That, that special team coach going to have them playing. Rich, yeah. uh, especially against us. Yeah, he's gonna want to come in here and do something. Oh, the only thing that's gonna scare me, if the because I was telling Kurt on the phone, the reason we are able to punish teams is because we're so multi-faceted. We can run, we can throw, we can do anything we want offensively. What if we play a team? That can play with us offensively. We Tampa got two Bay. or three of them. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Now, but their, de- but their defense, <laughs> but their defense is strong in the middle and on the outsides. That is going to be the difference maker in the playoff. And you look at Tampa Bay's schedule going forward. They got Saints, Washington, Giants, Colts. Falcons. This is the one. December twelfth would be the one match where they maybe could lose this game. And I'm not saying it's a definite, but they're gonna have to bring their whole they whole lunch. Pit. Cowboys do. Cowboy players, please do not listen to this show. Please. <laughs> December Stop. December twelfth. Tell play. your moms, dads, brothers, cousins, grandmamas, and all do not listen to this show. They play the Bills. Then after that, mm-hmm. Saints, Carolina, Jets. That's who's gonna change the, the Carolina. Mm-hmm. Watch out for the Saints. Anything that Sean Payton got his hands on, I'm, I'm scared of. So it's going to come down to a situation where maybe they lose to Buffalo, maybe we lose to Arizona. Like you know, you see how that like yeah. like those one or two games throughout the year. To to me, I, I just 
That Tampa Arizona, team, man. Arizona got the toughest road because they got Green Bay. I was looking at that, and they got the and they got uh, still got the Seahawks. The Bears, they are See, lost. They got Seahawks twice. So yeah. they're going to get yeah. with with yeah. Russell for and one. They still got the sure. Rams, and the Rams is smarting from that last whoop. <laughs> they do not like how that went down. <laughs> but I, and Dallas, I'm going I'm to tell you something, fellas. I'm tell you something. We need a surgeons in the middle of our defense. We need. We need to let teams okay. know. What if we don't get it? What if we don't get it? Would you trade for it? If we don't get a surgeons in the middle of our defense, that's going to stunt the growth of our middle of our linebacker. Uh, because teams going to be like, okay, if we get the ball first and we score, Dallas ain't going to panic. But if we can get nine points up, that's going to make – Everybody get in the little itchy mode. Because don't think for one second that teams didn't watch what New England did to us in the running game. That's now, thing. now, granted, everyone's not built like them. Everyone didn't have the the knowledge that they have as far as coaching and how to call this stuff up. But don't think for one second they weren't watching how the Cowboys were being countered and, and having that speed used against them. And when you talk about playoff football, I'm talking about the playoff team. I ain't talking about the playoffs. Giants. I'm talking about the playoff teams. <laughs> Your, Playoffs? Your Tampa Bay, they can run the football. They want to run the football. You know, the, uh, Green Bay, they can run the football. They, they you know, We've made Jones a household name. Right. Oh, and then they got Jesus. Aaron Jones, they got A.J. <laughs> Dillon. That's, those two backs right there are – I'm not saying – Look what they finna face coming up. I, I'm just – yeah. Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Tampa to me, I, I just when, – when, when I watch Tom play – that's how he gets. He's so surgical. He just knows where it's supposed to go. We do not need for them to get home. We do not need for them to be one or two. We yeah. need to somehow get ahead of them. All right, Kurt. Which team? Before we get out of here, we got to go. Which team do you, out of those teams, which team do you not want to see? Which team would you prefer to see? Out of the, those top five or whatever. Yeah. Um, All the ones that have one loss or less. Yeah, probably Brady and the Bucks because they've been there, done that. They know what to expect. Um, who I want to see, you know, if I can get Arizona home maybe because they got a lot of firepower, but they're new to this. And I'd sure like another crack at, at Rodgers. Now, what about you, Jesse? I don't want to see Tampa. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll take Green Bay. Really? I'll take Green Bay. I think defensively they have a lot of holes. I think defensively they had a lot of holes, and if you can make Aaron mess up once, he's he he, he got a little, he's he's flappable. Yeah, yeah. We had him on the ropes outside of Demarco Mumble, Demarco Murray fumble. Yeah, we had him on the ropes. We had him on the ropes. We had him on the ropes. Mm-hmm. What about you, Nate? I, I, if we can eat enough donuts and <laughs> enough pork chops oh, and stop the middle, I'm serious, dog. I'm serious. Name two who you, we, who, who you don't want to uh, see and who you want to see. I, I want. I, I don't want to see Tampa Bay. <laughs> I don't want to see Tampa Bay. But you bring me the rest of man. I'm gonna go over there and sabotage the uh, nutrition plan. I'm gonna <laughs> give me some fat guys, just somebody. Right. Can we make a trade for the dude for the middle of the dude for Tampa? What is his name? The big Vita 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 Vita. Vita. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna let him. I don't think they're gonna let him. Well, he was showing out this bad week. Yeah, he was showing out, dog. All right, Kurt. Good seeing you, man. Played, he played a little tailback in high school. Good to be you back together. Right? 
Big Bell. Yeah, Big Bell. He played a little tailback in high school. They showed him on the TV. Good seeing you, Jess. Thanks for bringing it, Nate. Chris, Chris thanks, thanks for, for reminding me. Aaron, thanks for keeping Chris straight. William, thanks. Please get our show right this uh, week. Y'all, 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 all the help we get. Text Jess and tell him to answer my texts and my calls. Nope. <laughs> That's it. From the TikTok of the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> podcast network, this has been Hang Out with the Boys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about that?